On behalf of CREATE, I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we work and live together today. For myself, this is the Anawan people. I would like to pay my respects to their elders, both past and present, and stand with my Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cousins from across the pond and acknowledge my motherland Arotorua as they are the present and future leaders of our today and tomorrow. Welcome to the CREATE Foundation podcast. We represent the voices of over 45,000 children and young people in out-of-home care around Australia. Every day, we connect children and young people to each other, empower them to have a voice, and create change in the care system. In this series, you will be hearing directly from CREATE Young Consultants about their experiences and how they've overcome adversity to achieve incredible things. We would like to flag that these episodes may include some references to child abuse or neglect, which may be triggering for some listeners. Let's jump in and hear from these inspiring young people. Hello, Adina. How are you today? I'm wonderful. Thank you. I'm so glad to have you here today on Create's podcast. Um, This is our first time talking to each other on this platform. How are you feeling? Excited. Very, very excited. Oh, it's fantastic. I've been working with you for some time now. We are on Create's influencing committee together. And personally, such an amazing journey. What about for you, Adina? I absolutely agree. It's been a wonderful experience. Yeah, Create Foundation has been exceptionally great to work for um, for the last six months and getting to know you, Adina, has been even better. Um, just for our listeners today, are you able to tell us a little bit about yourself and your interest in your story, how, how we got to meet you today? So as you said, my name's Adina. Um, I'm a proud Queenslander. I'm 24 years old and I grew up in foster care. I entered care when I was at um, the age of 11. From that age, I was lucky enough to remain with the same foster carers until I aged out of care at 18. Um, Since then, they've remained my family. They're the place that I go and spend Christmas with, the place that I share all my hopes and my dreams and my sad stories and all of that kind of stuff. Um, So I've been really, really lucky in my experience that even though um, my childhood was filled with some not very nice things. I've been privileged to have a wonderful teenage years and adulthood. Um, yeah. That's fantastic. It's so good to hear that you're so well supported um, in your journey. And especially now coming into adulthood, uh, you've definitely pursued advocacy. Uh, are you able to tell us a little bit about how you're involved in advocacy or any kind of work where you contribute to the community? I'd love to tell you about that. Well, first up, I'm involved with the CREATE Foundation. Um, I'm a member, as you are, of the Influencing Committee, which we've been doing so for six months now, did you say? Um, Prior to that, I've done quite a few speaking events with the CREATE Foundation. Um, Last year, I was invited to speak at the Toowoomba Child Protection Week Awards dinner where I shared my story to the professionals working in the sector. Um, And I'm also an ambassador for Children's Rights Queensland, which is an organisation delivering a range of programs working towards raising awareness of the rights, needs and achievements of children. 
That's beautiful. That sounds like you've really extended yourself across the border, Dina. And is it, I can tell just by the smile on your face. I know our listeners can't see it, but you love what you do. I can tell that. And um, similar to me, work with Create, absolutely adore Create. I call them my OG organization because they first gave me um, the chance and the platform to be the advocate that I am today. But why did you decide to get involved with Create? I think I was about 11 or 12 at the time. Um, My foster carer really wanted me to get involved with Create to get out there and meet other kids with a care experience. Um, But what I started with was the inquiry into the child protection system that happened around, I think it was 2012-13, that was led by the Honourable Tim Carmody QC. Um, And I just remember sitting in this room with all these other young people who were in care or had recently left care. And it was just such a wonderful experience to feel so empowered and supported to share our stories to such an important man who was just sitting there willing to listen and wanted to know more about our stories. Um, From there, I did my young consultants training um, and then went on to stay involved with Create up until now so it's been a long long time and it's just been absolutely wonderful create has empowered me um, supported me become part of my family yeah it's been absolutely wonderful oh it is absolutely a ride with create they really take you under your wing and make sure that your wings saw yourself as well so um, I know that with create and growing up in foster care it, it really did help me get in touch with young people that were having similar experiences to me and facing similar stigma um, to what mm. I was facing. So um, we've got the Stat That Stigma campaign um, that both you and I are very familiar with. Yes. Um, but I want to ask you particularly, Adina, now that you're in your adult years, are you able to reflect upon some of that stigma that you did experience when you were in out-of-home care? I think that I was really privileged in my experience. I don't think that the stigma that I experienced was quite as serious and and affecting me as as what some other young people have experienced. I grew up in a small town from a really young age. So all of the community members knew the background that I'd come from and what had happened to me. So I guess The most it impacted me during that time was my peers in school asking lots of really invasive questions as curious young kids do. And that was really, really awful at times, but it was good that I didn't have to reshare my experience all all over again with other other people. Yeah, absolutely. Do you you think, Adina, that by being provided with and you call it a privileged opportunity and I I really do reflect that it sounds like you had such a privileged opportunity growing up and do you reflect that that kind of helped you overcome the potential stigma that you could have went through in out-of-home care and those invasive questions? Mm, Absolutely Mm. I think that the stability that I was able to experience in foster care meant that I wasn't able to fall into any of the stereotypes and I didn't appear um like I was going down any any different pathways so um my experience in foster care definitely meant that I experienced less stigma than a lot of other young people yeah 
Absolutely. And you can tell just from your advocacy that you are such a strong minded young woman who is really willing to push for your rights and other people's rights in your state and in um, this Australian community. So, you know, I appreciate that. Um, I know that you want to do so much more um, in regards to the stigma that young people face. So what do you think should be done to address the stigma um, around young people in out of home care? I think that it is so important that the stigma is addressed because it's just not fair that young people and adults with a care experience who've done nothing wrong to deserve the way that they're treated at times can't do anything about it. Um, I honestly, it's such a hard question to answer. If we had a magic wand, it would be easy, but... Yeah. I think that starting by doing podcasts like this and showcasing amazing young people who've overcome so many adversities in the media, I think that's a great place to start. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with um, highlighting lived experience and, um, you know, looking at those adverse experiences to see what we can really do um, to highlight the young people coming out of foster care and helping them um, thrive through stigma. So I, I completely resonate with that. It's, it's something that we do wish we had a magic wand for. Um, but we've got this platform. Like you said, this is so important, being able to do these podcasts with Create. Um, what's your advice to other young people who might be experiencing negative attitudes, even internally or from others because um, of their care experience? I'm glad you said internally. That's, mm. that's definitely something that I have experienced, those internal feelings of um, feeling worthless and, and all of those things. Um, and that people feeling, even if other people aren't judging you, feeling as though other people are judging you because of your experiences. Um, I think that's something really positive to keep in mind for those who are experiencing that, is to remember that those people with negative attitudes are always going to find something negative to, to think about. So by... Um, just keeping positive and reminding yourself about the amazing things that you've overcome and the, the resilience that it takes to be in these kinds of positions um, is a helpful place to start. Oh, absolutely. I think, and I keep saying absolutely, but really, Adina, you're, you're hitting on the spot with um, what a lot of uh, trauma and young people facing trauma um, have to go through, which is the negative attitudes, not just externally, but internally. And that positive thought is such a huge piece of advice um, for young people because it is, it's the way you talk to yourself. And um, I think that you've really grown to be such an exceptional young woman with so much positive thought. Um, when you were growing up in foster care, did you have much of an idea of the negative attitudes surrounding young people in foster care or the stigma around young people in foster care? Growing up in my small town, I was kind of sheltered from all of that kind of thing. There was a, a couple of other young people in my, in my school who were in foster care, but I didn't know them very well. So I felt really siloed in my experience and I felt at times like I was the only person in the world in care. Um, and then when I became more and more involved in CREATE, that's when I started learning about the stigma that other young people were facing and then 
realised how that was impacting me without, without even realising it at the time. Yeah, growing up rurally um, can definitely have that effect on young people. I grew up in a rural town myself, but had the benefit of having seven siblings. Um, so even though I was experienced foster care in my individual and independent state, so were some of my siblings as well. So it kind of gave me um, a bit more of a general understanding of the stigma, but having grown up and being able to experience create, um, what would be the advice that you'd give a young person today or even yourself um, at that 15, 16 year old mark? Uh, little bit clueless to out of home care and coming into it what is the advice you'd give to a young person I think that I would tell them to go and surround themselves with other people who make them feel as amazing as they are um, and surround themselves by people who have the same goals and the same dreams and values um, and do things that make them feel empowered Absolutely. Again, I'm going to make it my quote word for this podcast with you, Adina, because absolutely, you're killing it with this. And it's so true. We really need to surround ourselves with, you know, our people and our tribe and our family. And um, that does, like you said, morals and values mm -hmm. and um, different experiences and interests. Um, I feel like I've got to know you on such a deeper level today, Adina. And I agree. It's, oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. And that's the greatest <laughs> thing about these opportunities is getting to know more amazing advocates like yourself. Um, I'm excited to see what you do in the next five years, but what do you think you're going to do in the next five years? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> and that's okay, isn't it? <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that's so okay. No, that's good. I, I think that my biggest goal in the next five years is um, getting back to working in the child protection system where I can really make a difference and use my professional and personal experience to make changes in the area that I'm really passionate about. Absolutely. Tell me, what is that area? What is your ideal change that you would make? Oh, my goodness. So many. <laughs> hard question, I, I know. You're really, really giving me the hard question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> If I had a magic wand, I would just get rid of the child protection system altogether. I would create a world where children weren't abused so that we wouldn't need to put children in care to keep them safe. All children should be safe and should have a childhood. Yep. And that's what I'd like to see happen. All children deserve to be safe and have a childhood. I think that that is something that we should be able to take into the community services system and start writing into policy. Um, and I think you might be right, Adina, we might just need a magic wand to yes. <laughs> upheaval the whole system um, and start again. I'm really excited to see the opportunities that um, come from you and with you um, over the next couple of years. Uh, what's something that you're particularly proud of um, coming up to where you are now? What's something that really beams excitement to you that you've done? I think just everything that I've done with my life, I've been supported by the tribe around me to completely change my life around from the cycle that I was involved in as a child. Um, I've been able to go to university. Um, I'm admitted as a solicitor and I'm a social worker. I've bought a house. Um, I'm experiencing so many privileges I get to live on the beach yep. 
just everything is what I'm proud of. Oh, and that is such a thing that I feel like young people in care don't look at when we become adults. And um, it's very interesting to hear you say that because I received a great piece of advice from my psychologist when I was about 19, 20 years old, so about three or four years ago now, um, for the people that don't know me. But she said, if you were to stop today, Emily, you'd be proud of yourself for the next 10 years. And I feel like you should take that into consideration as well, Adina, and really any advocate out there that's taken the opportunity or just taken that bold enough step um, to be a change maker in their own life. Because it, it really is, you can make one change and feel proud of yourself for the next 10 years. So I'm proud that you're proud of yourself, Adina. That's incredible. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, I feel like I've gotten to know you really well. I hope that our new listeners for the Create podcast have gotten to know you um, really well as well. But is there anything that I should have asked you that I perhaps didn't? Give us, what's your next travel plans as soon as COVID disappears? In an ideal world, we'll whip that magic wand out again. <laughs> if I could magically make COVID disappear and go and travel I would go to Italy it's been my it's on my bucket list mm -hmm. to move to Italy and become fluent in Italian I love that I love that do it do it um I'll make you a little bit jealous I have in fact been to Italy um, and it is amazing you will love it you'll fit in there you'll learn Italian fluently and it will be absolutely amazing so divine oh that's incredible all right Fantastic, Adina. Thank you so much for coming in today and having a chat with us. I really look forward to speaking with you more um, on these podcasts with Create. Uh, it's definitely going to be a laugh and maybe even a few tears. Um, yes. We'll see what happens. <laughs> for them. <laughs> yeah, we'll get prepared. Um, anything you want to say to our listeners before we head off, Adina? No, but keep listening. Yep, absolutely. I can't wait to speak to you again soon. Um, have a great rest of your evening and I'll talk to you later. Thank you. You too. Thanks for listening in. With your help, we can snap the stigma children and young people in out-of-home care face in Australia. You can support us by following us on social media, sharing our advocacy messages, and sending this podcast to a friend or family member to listen to. Head to create.org.au for more information or head to the show notes below. See you next time.